you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Just before Christmas, the National Defense Authorization Act, or NDAA, was signed into law. The bill sets guidelines for defense policy and authorizes spending levels for the DOD, among other functions. The version for 2024 also includes a new provision freeing up access to money to upgrade outdated barracks on military bases. U.S. Senator from Georgia John Ossoff and Republican Senator James Lankford from Oklahoma were the two lawmakers behind this bipartisan provision. Today on the show, I talked to Senator Ossoff about this and much more. I am Josh Rowe, and this is... Tomorrowtown, Tennessee. Senator John Ossoff from the state of Georgia joins us uh, right now. I, I wanted to, to talk to you about this specifically, uh, a release from your office earlier uh, in the week. Uh, a key provision to the Military Facilities Upgrades Act uh, was passed when the NDAA was signed, I believe, right before Christmas. Explain that, if you could, the key provision part. What, what exactly does, does that do for military members? I wrote this law, the Military Facilities Upgrades Act, which we just passed through the defense authorization in order to help improve the quality of barracks on military installations across Georgia and across the country. I am relentlessly focused on improving the quality of housing for military service members. First of all, it's the right thing to do. Second of all, it's a national security issue. When military service members are in substandard housing, that directly impacts military readiness, military morale, and recruitment of highly qualified young people to serve. This legislation, which is now law, will give commanders at installations across the country more flexibility to use the resources at their disposal for upgrades, renovations, and improvements for military barracks. As someone who myself uh, spent a lot of time in rundown barracks in my 20s, uh, I know that there are a lot of rundown barracks in this country. What was in place before this? What, what was the, 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 the process before this, this bill came uh, to pass? It gets a little technical, but here's the big picture. At any military installation in the country, the commander has several different buckets of funding available. One of those is called military construction or MILCON. Those funds can clearly be used for the construction and renovation of facilities like barracks. There's another bucket of funds called operations and maintenance. Previously under the law, the commander could not use those operations and maintenance or O&M funds for the purpose of improving barracks. The law that I wrote and passed with Republican and Democratic support 
gives commanders the flexibility to use those O&M dollars to improve the quality of barracks. Understood. That makes sense. Let me ask you this, because, boy, when you it's, it's a bipartisan piece of legislation, right? It was you and Senator Lankford in Oklahoma. And so much of the criticism lawmakers in Washington get for uh, you can't work with the other side. You can't get things passed. But when you do pass something like this, when I got the release, I went to look and see if I could find some information about it. It's hard to find a whole lot about it. I mean, is that that part of the job frustrating at times when you when you are doing, uh, you know, positive things and and still there's not um not not a lot of written uh, things written about it when 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 people are are talking about what uh you folks are up to in Washington these days well it's a divisive time in politics a lot of the media coverage is divisive i'm working to change that we have to focus on our shared national interest not just the interests of political parties so every opportunity that i have to bring the two political parties together to do what's in the american interest not the democratic interest not the republican interest the american interest I try to lead in that way. I think that's what my constituents expect of me. I think that there is great hunger in Georgia and nationwide for unifying leadership. And that's exactly what this law is. This is Democrats and Republicans coming together to do right by those who serve in uniform. You mentioned all the work that you've done in the past few years with uh, Balfour Beatty and, and the, the housing at Fort, uh, formerly Fort Ford and now Fort Eisenhower. Um, tell us where that stands now. I saw in November a couple of lawmakers from the state of Washington filing a formal letter, formal letter to Balfour Beatty about housing in Spokane. Um, clearly, this is an ongoing issue. This is not going to be fixed today, tomorrow. Where, where does this stand? What are you working on now with this? Well, the Balfour Beatty housing uh, that I focused on was at uh, Fort Eisenhower, formerly Fort Gordon in Georgia, privatized housing units on post, mostly inhabited by military families for a very long time, poorly maintained uh, very long wait times for routine maintenance, poor communication between tenants and the contractor. Uh, and I led a nearly year-long bipartisan investigation of that matter uh, and have been working to hold both Balfour Beatty, the housing contractor, and the Department of Defense accountable to improve conditions. I think we have made some progress uh, as a result of that work. Fort Eisenhower was the first installation in the country to get unit by unit inspections for the quality of every single housing unit on post. Uh, we're seeing some indications of improvements in the uh, quality and timeliness of maintenance, but we're going to have to stay on it. No question about that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. 
That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I heard an interview that you did with with a journalist there in, in Augusta on on a, a radio show, I believe you did a few, a few months ago. And at the end of it, you guys talked about like, what can people do? And you mentioned, I think she mentioned actually, for people to speak up. And I think that's one of the things when I saw uh, Captain uh, Cho's uh, testimony that was, that was so striking, right? Being a, a prior military myself, speaking up is can be problematic, right? There's there's this culture in the military yeah. of of not questioning authority and 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 not complaining, and that's there for a reason. Yet there are times where that has consequences. C- can you just speak to the, the courage of the people who have come forward and 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 given their voice to this? Because without them, you wouldn't know what you know. That's right. Without the advocacy and courage of service members and military spouses who have come forward and spoken publicly about what they've been going through in substandard military housing, we wouldn't be making the progress that we're making right now. And part of my job is to give a platform and to protect whistleblowers. You got a young officer like that. You're right. They do take some risk in coming forward publicly. But you think about Captain Cho's story, the witness at the hearing I led, you mentioned a moment ago. You know, uh, he talked about how his daughter had suffered grievously. Her health had suffered grievously because of substandard housing conditions. He had the courage to come forward. I wanted to give him that national public platform to tell his story. And let me just say this as well to anybody who's tuned in right now, whether you're serving in the armed forces, you got some other issue you want to bring to my attention, reach out and you can reach out confidentially at ossoff.senate.gov. The investigations that I lead and the oversight that I conduct depends upon what I hear from my constituents, the constituents that I'm sworn to serve and represent. That's an excellent point, right? As, as journalists, I know you're a former journalist, um, you know, history is, is recorded from the people who tell their stories. And if, if people don't come forward, you know, how much history would be lost through, through time from people who didn't, you know, come out and say, this is what happened to me. This is, this is, this is, you know, what I'm going through. So that it's so important for people to step up, whether you, me, whomever, but tell someone what's going on with them when they're struggling with something serious, such as this. But positive change starts with the truth. Uh, and uh, that's why the work of investigative reporters is so important. And that's why good, solid, strong, bipartisan Congressional oversight is important, whether it's of what's happening to kids in our foster care system, what's happening to military families and privatized housing on post, uh, what's happening in our prison system to female inmates facing sexual assault, all investigations that I've led in the last couple of years, because we can't solve these problems until we establish definitively and in public exactly what's really going on. That's the purpose of these investigations and this oversight. You did mention something uh, earlier in this conversation about recruitment, and I planned to, to ask about that. But, but just curious, your thoughts on that? I mean, we, we obviously have seen the numbers the last couple of years, and and they're not where the military needs to just for combat readiness. So, your thoughts on kind of where where that stands and what can be done there? Well, this is another reason that uh, I was one of those pushing for what we just passed—a record pay raise for those who are in uniform. You know, quality of life, fair compensation. Uh, an adequate basic allowance for housing, making sure that military families who are already making huge sacrifices on behalf of the country aren't having to sacrifice a safe, clean, healthy place to live. This is a national security issue. Military quality of life is a national security issue. If the conditions of service 
are not up to standard, folks aren't going to sign up. And those who do may not stay in. So we have an obligation to our national security to make sure that those who serve are treated right. As I was preparing for the, for this, I started looking through just emails from your office and you've been involved in a lot of legislation or initiatives um, to, to help military members and veterans. Uh, the, the, the one, I think once you're announcing something this, this week with, with uh, small businesses owned by service disabled veterans, uh, there's something that was passed for job flexibility for spouses during their locations. There's mental health treatment stuff. You, you obviously, uh, uh, champion the PACT Act. I and mean, there's so much stuff here. I get, I do a lot of veterans reporting and, and the question I, I, I get often is, is what can we do to help? Um, this shows me that you have a team there who is listening. Um, number one, tell me why these issues have become important uh, for you and your team. Uh, also, n- n- number two, what are the things you're focusing on today moving forward um, as, as you're looking at some of the needs from or service members, veterans, et cetera? Look, I have such immense respect for those who serve, the service members and their families. And I think we don't talk enough about the sacrifices that military spouses make and their dependents, their kids. You know, this is a, it's a family investment of, it's a family sacrifice on behalf of the country. And so it infuriates me. Whenever I learn that those who are making that sacrifice in our national defense aren't being treated fairly, that's why I focus so much on representing and standing up for and empowering service members and military families. And in particular, those junior enlisted personnel, folks in their early 20s, young families who are not in it for the money, but they're in it because they believe in defending our nation and putting service over self. We owe it to them as elected officials to have their back, to stand up for them, and to fight for them just as they're willing to fight for us. All right, Senator John Ossoff, thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Tomorrow Town, Tennessee. This podcast is a production of News Channel 9, Fox Chattanooga, and Sinclair Broadcast Group Chattanooga. We hope you join us again real soon one two three four those are numbers but you already knew that if you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car use kelly blue book my wallet on auto trader they're really good at numbers auto trader